This is MMA Torch editor Jamie Pennick, and I'm joined once again by Demarcus Johnson from The Ultimate Fighter. Demarcus, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing fine up here in uh, cold Minnesota. We we dropped <laughs> down into the 50s today. You're sitting out there in San Diego, California, uh, <laughs> taking in some live fights tonight. How are, how are things going down out there? Things are going good. California is beautiful. The women are great. It's everything it looks like on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Demarcus, we had episode three this past week, and uh, you got a lot of FaceTime on the show. Um, Our main main storyline, we're getting in the house, first training sessions with the coaches, uh, a little little verbal skirmish with you and uh, Michael Bisping, and then... uh, (laughs) Basically, Robert Browning being a complete douchebag for the entire hour. Uh, yeah. Your, your quick thoughts on uh, how this episode played out. I honestly was surprised at how much my mug was all over the show. I mean, I was really just kind of, I don't know, it's still weird to see me on TV. And then <laughs> and then to hear half the shit that comes out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, man. But, Yeah. Me and Bisbing got into a little verbal back and forth, and I don't know, I, yeah. like, I don't know, like, people, I don't know, people kind of blow that stuff out of proportion, I mean, like, oh, I'm mentally weak, because, you know, I don't like, because if you say something to me, I'll definitely say something back to you, I mean, some might consider it weak, but, I mean, just don't talk shit to me, I won't talk shit to you. <laughs> Well, you've got you've got the added uh, thing with, I mean, obviously they don't they don't show everything that goes on uh, with the thing. You have got a bunch of guys together here uh, on this show. You get any group of guys together like that, they're going to be talking like sailors as it is. You get a group yeah. of fighters together. I mean, I'm not surprised at all that the language comes out like it does. And uh, to be honest, for me, it's just entertaining as hell to hear you spouting off. Uh, Don't lie, you didn't hear what I said. It was just a whole bunch of bleeps. It was like, exactly. It was like a SOS message from the Navy. But I mean, like I said, I'm I'm a much I'm a I'm definitely a much smarter person than I come off being for using you know so many f bombs consecutively. I should get some kind of award for that though. You but, should. I'm, hope, I'm hoping we get more of a concentration of that as the season goes on. Oh, I'm I'm sure there'll be plenty to be had. <laughs> well, we started the show we started the show this week with uh you guys getting into the house and seeing what the house was like and then uh basically just the general um I don't know, douchebaggery of Robert Browning. I think he was worse in his basically 20 minutes of screen time than his brother was the entire last season. Um you guys did a good job of uh kind of Oh, you got some stuff going on there. Yeah. Uh, gathering together, uh, you know, and all setting down some house rules as Browning's back off on his own. But um, I, I, I think we were all thankful that you guys put body fluids off limits entirely. Just yeah. quell that right off the bat getting into the house. Um, you, you really came, kind of came across as a leader on this show between that and the training session, you just kind of got that leadership quality to you on that. Is that something that uh, has always been with you, or did it just kind of manifest with just how the natural progression went with the guys? I I don't know. I guess guess I've kind of always had it. I mean, 
I don't know. Maybe it's just my big mouth. I don't know. <laughs> like, it, really, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't like, it's not something I was like, you know, all right, I'm going to be in charge. It just kind of happened that way on the show. I mean, as far as, you know, like taking charge of the U.S. team or whatever, I mean, it wasn't like a, all right, I'm going to make this my team, you know, whatever. And trust me, you'll see, we're we're very team-like. <laughs> what were so, your thoughts of, of of Browning that first night in the house and uh, him just going around acting like a complete jackass? He was pretty much he was pretty much a big a d bag as as he came off on TV. I mean, he was I don't know. I've never been in that situation before, and they they edited a lot because there was a whole bunch more silliness that went on. Than, than what was seen on TV. I mean, cutting yourself with knives. There, there was, there was a lot that went on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, moving past that, we got to see you guys getting into your first training session with uh, with Dan Henderson. Um, how did that first session come across for you? And uh, were you surprised by either the level of intensity of it or um, just different things that he was presenting to you or was it just kind of another training session for you to start off no that was the that was the training session i was like okay this is what it's about because it was it was intense it was rough it was uncomfortable but it was it was still it was fun it was it was that sadistic kind of fun i guess well obviously dan dan's talking about how he thinks that uh, the UK's wrestling is, is, you know, a few years behind the U.S., and obviously that's something he wanted to instill in all you guys. Is, is that something that he got across to you uh, right off the bat? Yes, that was definitely, he said, all of our wrestling, even though, like, some of us, like, I'm I'm definitely not known for my wrestling prowess, neither is uh, Mark Miller. But, I mean, we definitely came off the show with a couple tricks, and, I mean, even... Even from that practice, we both came back with, I mean, I, the reason I reference Mark is because I remember us talking about it. It's like, like this, our weakest aspects of our game were improved upon almost immediately. So, I mean, that was, that was cool. Well, and that's got to be one of the greatest benefits coming onto this show for any of the guys. I mean, win or lose, you guys were still staying in the house, I believe, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so you're still getting to get this training. So even if even if the guys are losing, they're still getting this training from world class wrestler like Henderson and world class champion, you know, former champion in in, in two weight classes in pride. So it's obviously yeah. you guys are getting the benefit, just getting on this show of that added um training under someone like that. So um obviously the other trainer, Michael Bisping, came into the uh, into one of your sessions, uh, coming in late, as he explained, he had a work visa issue, but that got resolved, and came in, started a little trash talking in your little kitchen area, and uh, you got to go off on a little rant on him, telling yeah. him to shove his British pride up his <laughs> up his ass. That was quite entertaining. Uh, yeah. I, I'm sure you've got I'm sure you've gotten some comments on on what you said here, but. Uh, I'll be honest, that type of stuff is always entertaining. It, it helps sell future things. Um, 
is that something to do down the road after this show? Is uh, I know obviously you're in a different weight class. Uh, would you ever consider going up? This is way down oh, the line. Trust me. You guys just watch the season. It gets better. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. Just just keep watching the season. It only grows from here. So. Well, and then uh, getting into the the van, you talk about you don't want the UK team to beat you in anything. Not yeah. soccer. <laughs> the only thing they can beat you in is soccer. Not quarters tricking anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but let's get to the the two fights that we saw this week. We had uh, obviously Robert Browning taking on Jason Dent, and the entire house, I'm sure, was pulling for Jason in this fight. Uh, but before we even got to that, it was Kyle Reed against Frank Lester. Uh, yep. I read a, I read a blog where Kyle really didn't get uh, a fair shake of of TV time. I heard he was a uh, um, definitely an interesting character, a nice guy, gr- good guy, uh, and and kind of had a scary end to this. Uh, what happened in the fight from your uh, perspective and uh, and after the fight with him that we maybe didn't see? Well, geez. I mean, honestly, Frank could probably tell you better than I could, but from my perspective, it was definitely a, it was, it was one of those fights that I wasn't really excited for because Frank's a really good friend of mine that I, that I like went to tryouts with and, and Kyle was a really, really, you know, funny guy. Like he probably didn't get very much camera time, but they were still prelim fights. So, I mean, still. It was, I don't know, as far as, like, you know, TV time goes. Yeah, they probably they probably shortchanged them a little bit. But, I mean, it, it was a prelim fight. You're not on the show yet. You know what I mean? True. True. Um, now, it was, it was kind of a nasty situation that we didn't really get much follow-up on as, uh, a, you know, he went down to the ground, kind of knocked himself. But then Frank still had that... Uh, that Kimura locked on and really just nastily stretched out his arm. Uh, was was Kyle hurt bad after that? Uh, that you? Oh heard? yes, that was by far one of the grossest, grossest submission breaks I've seen. Like, like TV didn't really do it justice because like I was right in the corner as it happened, and I the way it happened on TV was exactly how it happened, but. Like, they kind of cut away. Frank had that that Kimura on for probably a good 30, 45 seconds of just doing nothing but just, twizz, like, turning his arm into a freaking Twizzler piece. It was, it was gross. And as it was twisting, you, I don't know if it was the tendons or the muscles in his arm tearing, but it was, you could definitely hear things breaking loose in that arm it was it, it made my stomach hurt i mean i think they got me on camera afterwards saying i think i'm gonna be sick because i mean because i mean ultimately i mean it's a fight yes but i mean nobody wants to see anybody's you know career potentially injured i mean i mean you know finished because some because of some bad refing actually yeah, you know well, I mean? and, and and not not at all, and and you know what, Dana's gone on record multiple times about officiating in in mixed martial arts and um, how much he doesn't like it, and uh, he I know he's stated at one point that this season of the Ultimate Fighter kind of showcases his point. I'm sure this was the first of what may be a few 
situations like that. But at the same time, you can't at all fault uh, fault Frank for what he did because I, I mean, you got to fight. You got yeah. to fight till they stop you. That's that's what yep. the refs are there for. And Kyle would have done the exact same thing to Frank if the situation was, you know, switched around. So it's so no, so nobody. I mean, yes, it sucks that Kyle lost, but I mean, it's a part of the game. It happens. Absolutely, it's just unfortunate to see anyone take an injury like that when you're when you're all fighting for the same thing. And uh, I, I'm, I'm sure um, he's still on the recovery path now because that that wasn't too long ago so hopefully he's able to recover and and get back into trying to climb his way back into the game because you know until he knocked himself out he was looking pretty good in that fight yeah so i mean it was i don't know it it was like one of those bittersweet victories i mean it would have been it would have been you know i'd have been bummed either way but hold on yep yep uh, and I mean, I just forgot what I was saying. We just got in the car. We're leaving the show. <laughs> um, well, we'll move on to Jason Dent and Robert Browning. Obviously, you know, the whole house is pulling for Jason here and, uh, and, and not wanting to see Browning in the, in the house. And, uh, Browning was clearly outmatched here. He doesn't belong at the 155 division. After the fight, he said, 135, here I come to Dana. Um, really, he was there to get screen time. He was there to get his face on. I don't know whose decision it was to pull him in, but it was a ratings decision, in my honest opinion, and uh, it was trying to get something stirred up, and I'm sure you were all thankful you didn't have to be in a house with him for six weeks. Yeah, I was definitely happy that Browning didn't make it in the house. It definitely would have made everything uncomfortable, and somebody would have probably went to jail. <laughs> Uh, well, Henderson summed it up best after where he's like, if it was a drinking competition, he might have won. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. If it was a drinking competition, Richie Whitson probably could have gave him a run for his money, too. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, you guys got to watch, though. It it gets better, I promise you guys. Well, we've got the the house set. We're going to be on to uh, our our first fight, which... um, they haven't technically announced yet. That'll be something we find out on Wednesday. Um, and it went by a flip of the coin. How did that come off? Uh, how did the flip of the coin come off through the season for you? And was it kind of uh, uh, a more advantageous thing to be picking the fights, or did it even matter to your team? Uh, I can't speak for everybody, but I know for me, I didn't really care because I was – I was ready to fight. I mean, it was kind of one of the, it was kind of, I don't know, it seemed kind of hokey to me as just like, I would have fought anybody. And, you know, I think that's a, that's how most of, well, <laughs> that's how a lot of our team felt. Not all of us felt that way, but like I said, you'll see. I think that's a good mindset to have. Well, Demarcus, uh, thank you for joining me once again. We've got another episode on Wednesday night, and we will talk to you again next weekend. All right, sounds good. You guys should check out my blog on MMAJunkie.com. I promise there'll there'll be no F-bombs in this next one, I promise. (laughs) Well, hopefully on the show. Well, well, maybe on the show, but not in my blog. All right, man, you have a good night. You too, man. Thank you.
Bye. Bye.